Maybe I'm obsessed with time. What time are these blessings coming? Because I ain't got time to be living here in poverty. Wealth takes time. And my time is getting old. I have to manifest these goals right on time. Before my time goes. Just give me a little more time. Time to prevail. Time to grow. Time to change with the seasons. But you keep whispering that the time is now. But I'm scared of the time. Don't want to go back to old times. A new time has arised and I want to take my time to learn this new moment of time. So much to do. So little time. I want to get it right before the end of time. Because when, when I'm gone, all that will be left is the times. When I reach God, I will know that time never existed at all. Time never healed these wounds. Time never waited for me. Time goes and never comes back. Always on time and never in between. The distance carries time and every minute of time keeps me on my feet. Despising the time. Never catching it on time. Hoping to meet that true one in time. But maybe that time has passed. And I'm still dwelling on that time. Wanting to come back once more, one more chance, one more time. Biggie wasn't allowed, but his legacy lives throughout time. What about my time? When will I be brave enough to take advantage of this time? Tired of waiting for the divine time. Is it selfish to want my time? I'm devoted to finding the time. Traveled across the ocean just to renew time. Maybe I'll save time. Being three hours behind so that I can make more time. Staring at these four walls, watching the time go by. Waving his hand towards the next hour, midnight Sunday, power time. Got lost in stars to avoid eternal time. I want more and more as I get close to time. Praying above, please grant me a peaceful, prosperous, perfect time that I can show myself bearing all this time. Is anybody out there who can relate to time? Money on my mind almost all the time. In the end, I'm just trying to survive. I want to survive this time, this moment. But life keeps timing. Why is this time torturing me? Rushing me to my divine destiny. It was all a matter of time. All a matter of whys and whos and where and why don't I just give up this time. Maybe time is inevitable. Even if it doesn't exist, maybe I shouldn't persist rather than just wait for time. Allow the time to be time. Never look at the clock. Just live within it and hope for the best of times. Paint these perfect pictures of memories and lapse time. I feel you. You're near time. Chasing every second of it. Filling it up with joy and peace and love. That's all I wanted all this time. A home to enjoy the time. But time never loved me. It just keeps on looking forward. It's 11-11. Make that wish in time, time of time, time. Is it perfect for you? Is it perfect for me? Does it have any use? What would you do without time? Never grow old, forever young. I want to be forever young. On my mind all the, in my fields all the, writing captures, these bills are due in, making up, giving up, going back in, starting over this, feeling this, believing this, granted this, got that over time. Getting ahead of time. Now it's slowing down, I'm in sync within time. No longer wasting time. My time can't be borrowed. I'm alive in this time. I'm free this time. Nothing keeping me bound. Taking the leap forward in hopes that you remember the times. Reclaiming my time. And this is the end of time. The Essence of Time by Indigo Soul.
African Soul Sessions. You ain't my man. With Poetic Black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and lewd advances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Welcome, 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 welcome. This is another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here today, family. What's good, Spoken Soul family? I'm in my element today. It's a beautiful day. Really excited about today's show. Have a very, very special guest in the studio today. And uh, we're going to get into some poetry. Today, my guest is the wonderful, beautiful Miss Indigo Soul. Indigo is a multifaceted creator who hails from Brooklyn, New York. She has always possessed a love for writing and especially poetry since she was a child. Utilizing it even at a young age as an outlet to release her bottled up emotions Just now, she now uses her writing to help uplift women and tell stories that are relatable and helpful for self-healing Indigo graduated with honors from City College of New York Where she earned her bachelor's degree in creative writing and journalism She's a self-published author of two books available on Amazon.com I Manifest and Prelude to Love. She's currently embarking on her newest passion and career as a life coach, where she is trained in the self-discovery process, Life Purpose Institute, and coaches clients in finding their life purpose, new identity, etc. Amongst being an author, a life coach, Indigo is also a content creator of all varieties, entrepreneur, and brand consultant she temporarily resides in florida but is a true expat of the world who loves to travel and to be adventurous ladies and gentlemen spoken soul family i want to welcome to the studio miss indigo soul Thank you, thank you, thank you. You've been far too long. <laughs> Happy to have you here, Miss Miss Indigo. Thank you, thank you for that. Thank you for the great intro and for the phone. Like you really smashed it better than me, of course. <laughs> but I appreciate you, and I'm glad to be here. So happy and proud of this platform you have. Definitely. I'm, I'm happy to have you here, my queen. And, uh, you know, those are your words. You know what I'm saying? Definitely profound words. You know, those are definitely your words. So we want to give honor to that, mm-hmm. man. So I'm happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. So yes, uh, thank you. So let me um, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Uh, the question I ask all my guests when they come on the show the number one question and I, I like to ask this question to all these 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 people because I want to get the different perspective of different mm-hmm. individuals and their viewpoint on this one question so Ooh. this question okay. I'm going to ask you Miss Indigo is why poetry why spoken word mm. why poetry um, Poetry saved me um, as a child, um, as you read in my bio. Um, I was definitely um, going through some child traumas, and I didn't know how to speak my words um, effectively 
um, because of those those traumas. And I found love in writing, period. So it just started out with just writing. And I, my teachers were very like, you're a great writer. I would write essays and things like that. And then when we started doing poetry, even like second, third grade, um, just rhyming and and also having a love for hip hop and, and also incorporating that into poetry. It felt um, like a relief. It felt um, very much uh, cathartic. And it also just, um, it soothed me in a way um, and helped me to um, channel um, all of those bottled up things that I had in me and, and helped me with my creativity because um, there's so many forms of poetry, there's so many forms of writing, and I got to tap into all of those things. Um, as far as um, spoken words, or as I like to say, spoken truth, um, I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a traditional spoken word artist, um, but I, I, I do speak the truth, so I am a spoken truth artist, so I, I like to speak and be stylistic with it, but I, I feel like everyone who's a storyteller is a spoken truth artist, like a spoken word artist. So I'm a storyteller, and that's what I, I or like I am overall. And underneath those umbrellas can become poetry, can become spoken word, can become a poeta, you know? So first off, I'm a storyteller, and I tell my stories through my writing, through my poetry, through how I speak and, and speak in those poems or out loud or uh, whatever. And um, and I feel storytellers are actually healers. And so all of us spoken word artists or storytellers, I like to say, are healers of the world. And we have a message that people don't know how to put into words. And when we speak them aloud, we help heal others around us. And this is why people come together and join together in harmony and clap and cry and laugh and and feel emotions when we speak our truth out loud. So never stop my fellow spoken word artists, my fellow storytellers speaking your truth out there because you never know who you're helping, who you're healing. And um, yeah, that's all it is for me. And that's exactly why I got into life coaching as well because it, it has some essence of that as well. Most definite. I, I definitely agree with that sentiment because I believe in the power of the spoken word. And I believe, like mm -hmm. you said, that um, words have tremendous power, have the power to yes. heal and have the power to destroy. You know, so a lot mm -hmm. of times people people get caught up saying that, oh, words will never hurt me. But it, but that's that's not true. Words can hurt and words can have a lasting effect on an individual. So, you know, I, I, yes, I agree with that sentiment. Exactly, man, that we have a power and whether you are a performance artist or you're a writer, you know, or you're just a reciter. It doesn't matter. You're contributing to this community that we love so much. You know what I mean? And I appreciate yes. you because you have your words. Your words are very powerful, Queen. You have very powerful words. You have very you. thought provoking words. And I urge everyone to go out again and get her book, both her books, I Manifest and Prelude to Love, you know, but uh, definitely, that. definitely now. Now, let me ask you, how do you view the state of spoken word today or the state of poetry in regards to in regards to poets being recognized, poets being respected enough to be compensated properly for their work? How do you feel about the, the current state of poetry now. Hmm, that's a tricky one. <laughs> um, I feel that I mean we should definitely be compensated more and be more recognized as a real career, as a real you know title, like because we are healers at the same time, and people should respect it more. But I feel like um, at the same time, our community we respect each other. We come you know come together and we um you know compensate each other like i work we, we do a lot of barter trading and work with other people in the community and help each other out but there can be more um of a i want to say um even even like a a what you call it, like a, a organization or something that can help mm -hmm. i wish there was uh 
to compensate in some ways. Um, I forgot the term that will be used, but that would be great. But I, I do appreciate the community is really, really beautiful and how we all help each other out. I've had shows where I brought other artists on, poets on, and I mean, you know, and help them out. And it is hard sometimes, um, even just promoting a poetry book. Um, so some people just like, oh, okay, cool. But, you know, they rather, you know, read something else if mm. they're not, you know, into these things. But um, I feel like the love in the community is so big and so, like, um, felt. And everyone's really supportive. And I've been on several platforms, even on Instagram, um, that it kind of outweighs that in a bit. Kind of, I don't think about that so much because it's not here for the monetary side. You know, that is important to feed and, and feed our children and feed and, you know, mm-hmm. get our life together. Um, but the important thing is to get the message out there any way we can and to um, get it out there in the universe. And um, I feel, you know, eventually that that good karma will come back to us. Um, but every year, I think the world is sleep. They slept and um, they should recognize Superman uh, artists as a real you know, career, we should be getting paid top dollar for flowers, just like a comedian. I feel like we have similar backgrounds. Like a comedian, they go on these shows and they have all of these, you know, wittiness and, and, and dope, like, you know, anecdotes. We do the same thing. So if you compare the two, we're not really getting the same recognition or even not even close to the same pay. Um, but yeah, it needs to be some type of um, organization or like a, a something that can actually help with that. Maybe Definitely. we all can come together one day. Definitely. Yeah, I see. I like the the state of spoken word. I see it is is definitely progressing. You know, it's definitely mm-hmm. progressing. You see, you see spoken words starting to be introduced in a lot of uh, sitcoms, things of that nature. You know even mm-hmm. open shows and even mainstream entertainment you got a lot well, of albums yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. like Raheem Devon I see him u- utilize spoken word artists uh uh Carl most Thomas yeah. Carl Thomas most deaf so it's a lot of is a lot Talib Kweli also is a lot of mm-hmm. artists mainstream artists that are are using the talents of spoken word artists and giving them a spotlight to get on that mainstream yeah. level you know but no matter where mm-hmm. where you how you perform your 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 work, you know, it's still a contribution to this community. So we're all, you know, we're all in the same identical boat trying to get to the same identical destination. You know? So exactly. So definitely I, I feel you on that, Queen. So let me ask you, how long have you been writing poetry? Well, <laughs> Since literally a kid, like I've been writing period and knew that I was great at creative writing since like third grade. Like I used to win competitions and have my my writing on the bulletin board, things like that. Because I was I lived in my head a lot, so mm. I would imagine a whole new world in my head to escape from my reality. And so, in those in those uh, moments of escaping from my reality in my writing, I would really go to another place and really found that I was, it was really a therapeutic place for me. So um, that's when I, I started writing poetry around that time at the same time, writing essays and poetry. And so I want to say very young, that young is third grade. Mm. <laughs> wow. That's, that's deep because a lot of us spoken word artists, we found some form of writing and expression at a young age me myself i remember i remember before i knew how to write before i knew how Mm. to write i remember vividly scribbling in books like scribbling like i was writing but i didn't know how to write Mm. because i used to see like like adults i used to see them write cursive and things that nature so it didn't make no sense i was just making scribble scrabble but it was in perfect lines like it was like like I was writing an essay, but it it didn't make no sense. But I was always fascinated by writing. You know, mm. I've always yeah. found that it's, you it know, made sense to your spirit, though. Exactly, you were doing it so freely. 
your spirit's connected with it. That's all that mattered at the start. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because we, 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 we are akin to what we're going to be, what we're going to delve into in life. I think we'll find that purpose, you know, and I, and like mm-hmm. yourself, I always found that my words, I was always able to express myself more with words than I could like just talking to someone because people, they, they build their opinions about you by the way you look, the way you dress, who you associate with. So they make, you know, generalizations about you without actually knowing who you are. So me being a big guy, I'm six, three, you know what I mean? Six, three built, always been stocky or whatever the case may be. So people automatically take and they're like, Oh, this guy's a, he's mean or, and it's not the case, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of and I, I, I always found that when I performed on stage, people will always like in the beginning of me performing, I will always get on stage and I will always wow people because of the fact that they was expecting something different. Like different, yeah. they, they know that, oh, I'm going to spit a poem, but the my demeanor and everything about me says, oh, he's about to spit some crazy rough neck or whatever type stuff but it actually be prolific and then they they're stuck like whoa you know but that's what people do so mm-hmm. i i think always you know like at at some point in time the thing that you do you'll find you'll find yourself to it you 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 just it'll just find its way towards you you know what i mean i think you mm-hmm. you my sister you have a you have a great gift with your words thank you know thank you thank you likewise of course. Thank you. Thank you, my sister. Likewise. Because that poem, Essence of Time, man, that's a deep poem. It's a deep poem. And there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of deep metaphors and stanzas that really propels you to think. To really think. Mm-hmm. And that's what I that's what I I enjoyed most about that poem. Because it allows you to thank think. Thank you. Definitely, Queen. Yeah. Oh, well, I want to say that poem was definitely uh, a real life situation. I, I got frustrated. Like I said, I write when I'm hard, when I have these emotions and I want to get it out. And I don't know how to express it verbally to anyone. And it was just basically people, the pressures of society, because I'm a certain age, I need to have a family by this age. I need to have marriage by this age and then, then you're rushing your life because you want to keep up with this thing mm-hmm. and I just had to stop and say what the fuck does this have to do with me like I need to live my life how I want to and not everyone else's expectations and I realized that um, I was chasing time because I'm like oh my gosh I'm getting I'm, I'm this age because I always feel like I'm, I'm just like I'm and so everybody around me like girl you still you still act like you this age I'm like yeah I feel like that like but it's like other people like you need to get this shit more together with the art. And I'm like, I'm living though. Like, do I have to rush to this time? Like, is it like, you know, so those words are really real. Like, is it perfect for me? Is it perfect for you? Like, is, is, is it enough time to do, like, for me to really live? Maybe I didn't, you know, I'm still still like I have time to grow and time to get to those things. I don't want to rush to those things. Mm. Um, and, Time really doesn't exist. That shit was me and me. Like, let me do me. Like, you know? But it's just really the frustration of, you know, how life does time you. People time you. Society times you. Everything. There's a clock everywhere you go. There's a watch, you know? And so you're always having to, like, compete with time in a way. And I wanted to abolish that and be like, fuck it. It don't fucking exist. I'm on my own time. Like, I'm reclaiming my time. Mm. This is the end of it. Like, fuck it. You know? That's right. Very profound. Very, very profound concept. And the way you expounded upon it was was deep. I thought it was very deep. The way you expounded upon it. And the way you brought so many different examples. You know? (laughs) You said, well, you said my... uh, my Sunday power time, <laughs> my Sunday power time, that stars, you know, I know, I know about that time, you know, <laughs> yeah, man. That's but, my show. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So now I want to, what you call, I want to get into a piece of yours, but let me, I want to play 
uh, a message from one of my sponsors and then we'll get I'll set the stage for you so you can come back and bless us with a piece. No problem. I'll be here ready for you. All right. Hello. This is William S. Peters, Sr., a.k.a. Just Bill from Interchild Press International. First, I must say we at Interchild Press are proud to support my brother, Daniel Green, a.k.a. Poetic Black, and his prolific, embracing, and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Interchild Press International offer to you his listeners and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. Please mention code Spoken Soul to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at InTouch at innerchildpress.com. And we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are Interchild Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.innerchildpress.com. Thank you. Coming to the stage, I want to give a warm, warm welcome to Miss Indigo Soul. This pain moves through my heart like soft whispers, too stubborn to face this truth. Tear ducts clogged, nothing seems to shed over you. Smile pierced in the good days, picture perfect, hands waving goodbye to facades I've gotten so used to loving. Confusion rests on the real you. Stranger in the dark distance, walking towards my light. I turn it off and turn the other cheek, wishing this was just a mere dream, praying it's now history. My angels want to attack, but I hold them back, because karma always does one better. Speaking of which, you will never find another. But I wish you well. Don't try to catch me, because it's hard chasing the shadow. You came real close. But I guess it's true. Nobody's really yours. It's just your turn to experience. So take this piece and know that I would never come back in this scene. Let the film roll on as I exit. Don't get out of character because it may get ugly. Budget already wasted. Different acts, same story, climax, and deserted endings. Nothing is complete with you in it. Wasted energy. Wasted chemistry. Wasted patience, wasted prayers, wasted cares, wasted laughs, wasted conversations, wasted gifts, wasted lover, wasted lessons, wasted time. Spirit, please excuse, please excuse these worthless interruptions on to another dimension because these souls ain't worth my attention. Empty as the heart they hesitate to give. One glance my way. And I might decide if I should let them live <laughs> or laugh at their expense on my high priestess. Because <laughs> I be knowing before you even try it, the fate always reveals itself to me. Karma got me highly favored. Get two feet close and I promise you get a taste of. These powers are more than magical. Kids feed in the physical. Manifest some more and it may turn biblical. Queen of swords in your face and they cut deep, leaving behind no prisoners, leaving behind no prisoners, just focusing on me. Peace. Wow. Phenomenal peace. So thought provoking, so thought provoking. Wow, man. Now tell us. I like to put my pain. In. <laughs> yeah, tell us. Tell us. We got to unpack this now. Tell us where, <laughs> what, what were you thinking? What your mind was? What were your headspace when you was writing this piece? Like, what's the motivation behind this? <laughs> Definitely, the motivation was um, 
leaving a um a toxic relationship um or leaving a fuckboy relationship you know someone leaving someone who wasn't as honest and truthful and realizing that and um what I do when I notice to need to move on from a person I usually write I, I have to get into my poetry stage once I write a poem I let it out in the universe I'm pretty much like you know done with all the heavy stuff so I put it in the poem I put all that heavy stuff cry it out while I'm writing it and that was just something that um I had been in that moment and um yeah it was just like you know some people come into your life like they put on these facades and they act and people put their bring their best representative forward then you get to realize okay this is not you know I don't want to be in this scene this let the phone roll on without me I'm good like this is wasted like this is not worth my my attention right now I'm going to something else I'm I'm I'm, I'm better than this I can't so just also about loving yourself and knowing the, um your worth and knowing that not to accept bullshit, you know what I'm saying and um to always go with your higher self definitely um, and in your in your intuition for sure so that's that's um, that poem was called peace peace out I'm out I'm out of this thing I'm gone <laughs> no need Deuces. to waste time no that's need right. to waste time that's right. Like time, you know, we talked about time earlier. Sometimes, right. you know, time could be wasted. <laughs> and that that's a very important principle because your time you can never get back. You know what I'm saying? So even oh. e- even just to yo, I'm out. I'm not gonna waste another second here trying to build something that's gonna just be nothing when it's finished. Like a lot of people Mm -hmm. need to understand that concept too. Like we're all on different paths in life. Everyone is on different paths. So if the person you're trying to be with doesn't line up with your path, don't try to force it because by forcing it, you're going to, you're just going to just create a world of headache, heartache, anguish for yourself. Mm -hmm. Let that go. Because there's somebody out there for you. There's somebody out there better for you. Somebody out there that's going to compliment you. As opposed to you just wasting time with someone that's just going to waste your time. So I I can appreciate that. That's definitely profound. Definitely profound. Now, a lot of us need to to understand that. A lot of sisters are in relationships with what you call fuck boys. And you're wasting time with these Mm -hmm. dudes. You're wasting time and you're not giving them brothers yeah. out there that's going to do you justice, that's going to compliment you. You're not giving them a shot. Yeah. So, I mean, some people, I feel like a lot of people, sorry, a lot of people are okay with settling because they're scared of being alone. And um, mm-hmm. this poem also just talks about the fact that, you know, a lot of people just base things off of the potential of someone. And it's like, don't look at their potential. Look at what they are right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? And people show you who they are. Like my Angelou said, believe, believe them. Like them. my favorite quote. It's That's cliche, right. but it's true. If they right. show you who they are, believe them. Okay? Believe and you them. have no choice. And once you know, you know better. You do, you better. do better now. If you right. choose to still stick around, then, hey, that's on you. But y'all hope that you can love yourself enough to know this ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. All. That's right. That, that That is so true. And a lot of us, we need to really think along those lines, man, because people will take you for whatever you allow them to take you for. So you can't say at the end of the day, oh, you did this to me. Yeah, people going to do that because you allow them to do it. So you have to make that stance in your life and understand that you have the power. The power is in you, that you don't have to tolerate nothing that you don't want to. You know, so that's definitely profound, Queen. You know, and you said the name of that thank piece you, is called you. Peace. Yes. Peace. That's so so befitting. Peace, <laughs> peace. deuces. <laughs> you know what I mean? He deuces. And also keeping deuces and also finding keeping your peace. So you gotta keep your own peace of mind. That's right. Like I don't I ain't trying to go crazy. That's right. <laughs> well, I don't want headaches. I like my positive good vibes. I, I like my own peace. Of mine, my positive vibes. If you come and disrupt that, these deuces. <laughs> That's right. You, you had said something. You said people stay in these abusive relationships. They stay in relationships because they get complacent and they have a fear of starting over. 
there's a big fear of starting over. Yeah. You feel like you're losing something, but you're not. Because time, time is so constant that at any point in time, you can start something new. At any point in time, yeah. there's never, how they say there's never, there's never, uh, it's never too late to start doing the right thing. It's never too late because time is constant. There is no beginning nor no mm -hmm. ending. So if you live in the moment and you, and you decide for yourself at this moment, this very moment, I'm going to be better. Then that's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. You know? Yeah. So at any given time, I want the audience to know, you know, just breaking this poem down even deeper is that at any given time, any given time, you can make change. You know, any given yeah. time. So I want to get into I want to get obsessed with change. <laughs> definitely. I wanted to get into some of the because I I love the title of your book, Prelude to Love. Yes. I, I absolutely love that yes. title, Prelude to Love. I have a piece. As a matter of fact, I just um recorded a podcast called Prelude to a Kiss. So I got I have a piece. Oh yeah, called, I remember. Yes, Prelude <laughs> to a Kiss. I love that piece. And yes. Thank you. And that um that concept, Prelude to Love, it, it just the title alone, the title alone is just speaks volumes. But tell us a little bit about that book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Prelude to Love is my baby. Um, it's 2020. Of course, we all had a rough year. Mine really started our dark, starting with uh, the pandemic, but also people around me, my family uh, passing away, people hospitalized, uh, knew of COVID. And I was in a dark place. And this book had been like five years in the making, but I never put it out because I was so stuck in fear at the time. But 2020 came and after me going through all that rough time, I realized, you know what? Life has been promised and I need to, I'm going to choose freedom over fear and faith over fear. And I'm ready to put this out. And I wanted to keep myself busy and um, be keep myself being creative because I didn't want to be in a suppression, not doing nothing. We all quarantined stuff. So I wanted, so what I did was like, you know what? I'm going actually research how to put my book out and do to finally put this book out like and so I did and it was like birthing a new baby and I'm so happy and proud of it um and the name Prelude to Love or it's Prelude to Love a poetic journey to finding love and mm. what that meant for me was most of the poems and the story also have like you know some antidotes in there they also just really describe me trying to find that love within myself so it's the struggle so it starts out with a poem called what is love like my, like what is it and i'm trying to find it and these are poems that i've written through my 20s mm. so it's like trying to figure out okay does this relationship this or you know and realizing the real relationship and the real love starts within me and i didn't know that of course you know looking through that love through everyone else and then at the end, finding out, okay, the best love I need to find is the self-love. Mm. And uh, so this is the old, this is like an ode to self-love. And it's an ode to the journey of finding myself again and finding who I am um, through all of the experiences that I thought was love, but really probably was infatuation, lessons, karmic lessons, and, and things of that nature. So praying to love is bursting up through that. Mm, that's that's so deep because uh, I w I want you to uh, if you can can you um read one of the the, the poems from that book Prelude to Love if you have available. Yes. Because uh, uh yes, so I'm gonna. Because definitely, I want to hear that piece. Uh, the uh, what is love? If you could, if, oh, <laughs> if, you could, if you could, if you could do that, if you can do that piece, because I definitely want to expound on that. Mm. Okay, um, if you have it, know me. Visit it, know me. Yeah. I don't want to take you no, out of your element. I have it. All right, let me set so the stage. These, um, let me set the stage for you first. Coming back to the stage, let's give a warm, warm welcome to Miss Indigo Soul.
Lord, what is this I constantly crave for? Why does it make me mad and sad as I go after my prey and through them I seek? But I seem to never find what was missing from me in the first place. So my heart turns icebergs from everyone who had a chance to make it melt. Can no longer force the matters that may not be. Crooked notions of what love should be. I cry silently looking towards the sky. Hoping one day you will remove this disguise. So I may walk into it, indulge undoubtedly. If only it were that simple. I could give myself away down an aisle full of rose petals and an audience of smiles. But what, a, what have I gained from all the heartaches and breaks or busted memories of what I thought it could be? Holding on to the potential, knowing in the end I will miss them. Eyes turn blind from the lies told to me, but I awake knowing it wasn't meant to be. But what is meant to be? Living in the moment only makes it die slowly. Facing the naked truth like Eve in the Garden of Eden. Snake bit me twice and it's my fault. Still looking at potential rather than reality. It's still a warped sense lifting, living off of fantasy. No happy ending in sight though. So I flip through fictitious memories. Trying to embed in my brain that it will work this time around. I was wrong again, and I grew strong again. How much stronger can I get? How much more can I take? When will I learn the same lesson being taught repetitively? Same result, a bed full of lonely. Love. Wow. You get a bomb for that. I never performed that wrong, so that was an exclusive. <laughs> wow, yeah. deep. That's so it's so profound, man. Because you had said something about love, and you said maybe you was in infatuation, which is really, mm-hmm. which is really deep. Because a lot of times, a lot of times we we think we're in love, but it's not love. It is exactly infatuation. Mm-hmm. You know, so love, I've come to know, I've come to know that love, how I sum it all up, love is a balance. Love is a balance. And when I say balance, I mean that when you have a tug of war, when you have a tug of war, you have two parties trying to overtake the other. When both parties are equally matched or you know they're equally they're equally strong you notice what happens is a standstill you'll see the flag won't go either left or right it'll just stay right there in the middle that's the balance i talk about when i talk about the balance of love it's meaning that you're giving everything you have and your partner is giving everything they have so they will never be able to give too much Love, it just rectifies yeah. the situation, whereas you can never worry about being depleted if you're in love with someone who loves you. You know what I'm saying? Now, you can be you can think you're in love with a person who doesn't love you, but eventually that relationship will come to an end because you won't have anything else to give because the party is continually to yeah. take, 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 take from you and is never replenishing. So when you're never replenishing, you're going to empty out the contents of the vessel, so to say, and you'll be depleted. But with love, you'll never become depleted because love is right back in your face. It's a reflection. It's a balance. The stronger you Mm. give to it is going to give right back to you, which prevents you from giving too much. You know what I mean? So people use that that yeah. terminology. I'm, I'm, I just gave everything, and I, you know, no love won't allow you to give everything. It'll never allow you to give everything. That's when you know you're not in love. If you, if you see, yes, reciprocation. Because if you're giving, 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 and nothing is coming back, then eventually you will be depleted. But if what you give is being replenished, you never you'll never run out of nothing. There's an old saying, right? Mm-hmm. There's an old saying that I heard. I forget who 
who related this, but it was it was an old saying. I think a comedian said it. He said that he went to his grandmother and said, hey, Grandmama, uh, uh, let me hold some money. Let me hold $200. And she said, all right, baby, don't worry about it. Go up in the cookie jar and get it. So he go get the he go get the money and he takes it. So then about a month or two later, he comes back and he said, Grandmama, Grandmama. He said, let me hold something. I need, I need about $200. He said, okay, go in the cookie jar and get it. So he went to the cookie jar. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. So he was like, Grandma, ain't nothing in here. She said, it would be something in there if you would have put it back. Because you didn't put it back, it ain't there no more. You know what I'm saying? It ain't there no more. So you can't borrow from that well no more. So that's a wisdom. And that, and that it, it, it relates yes. to love. It relates to love because you have to be able to replenish love every day. Every day, love is being replenished when you're truly in love. So yeah. I, I agree with your and sentiment. I, I wanna, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I want to add to that and, and just uh, say, like, even when Lauren Hill, X Factor, when she says, how can I get some reciprocity? Like, mm. that's what a lot of people are missing in love. We think we're love but we've never gotten that reciprocity we've we've experienced unrequited love Mm, a lot of us so many times and so when we actually get that love we're kind of skeptical about it because we don't have all these unrequited situations you know never really experienced that unconditional like that real you know like i said reciprocity so definitely i agree with that Definitely. I love that story too. <laughs> definitely, man. There's a, there's a wisdom in it. It's definitely a wisdom. Liking your poetry. It's definitely a wisdom, man. And mm-hmm. and when we're searching for love, because we because this book, The Pray to the Love, I'm gonna urge you guys, go out and get that. Go out and purchase. How much is it on Amazon? Um, right now it's ten ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. Come on. Yeah. Go get that. Go support this sister, man. She's contributing to our community that we love so much. And she's making change. She's making change with her words. She's inspiring people with her words. So let's support that. Let's support who support us. You know, definitely, man. And I I really, I really, I really, really dig that concept because that concept is just wow. Like when even the first time I heard it and I was like, prelude to love. I wonder what do that entail? Because a prelude is the is, is like the preface. It's like the beginning. Like, how do you get yeah. there? You know what I'm saying? And so when you sit down and even think about that concept, prelude to love, and you'd be like, wow, this is so deep. How do we get to the love point? Because there's a whole process. Mm-hmm. There's a whole process. But what's the prelude to love? How do we get to the love? You know, love is not mm-hmm. just there. It got to be developed. You know what I mean? It got to be nurtured. It got to be grown, you know? So how do we get to that? So just to name your book, Prelude to Love, I thought that was that was just amazing. It was very thought-provoking for me, you know? <laughs> but yeah, so we you got another piece for us? Yeah, um, I actually have two more. Um, I want to go with something more upbeat and fun we got all the okay, <laughs> love okay. and the heart breaks out. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh, so this is one of, shout out to my cousin, Sana Atira. This is one of her favorite pieces she wanted me to okay, read. Okay, shout out, Sana. Um, this one is, yeah, Sweet Shiraz. What I'm gonna All right, so let me let me set the stage up. again for you. You know, let's get the people ready and anticipating you. All right, coming back to the stage. Sure. I want to give a warm, warm welcome to my sister and your sister, Miss Indigo Soul. Never a dull moment when I'm home, all alone, but never feeling it. A long day of work has got to end with ease. Shower sprays hard on my flesh, suds covering my imperfections, natural kinks curl up at the touch of the wetness. Face drowned with streams of tears, hadn't done it in a while, all cried out. So I hop out, towel and toe, drying, wrapped around my belly, coconut oil caresses every inch of my body, 
pure silk. I turn to my sweet red, twist her top off, pour her. Half full is how I see her. One sip of the sweetest bitch have been shined as I bump that 90s R&B and sit. Lips pierced as the lip gloss stains etched into the glass. Rich in warm goodness, just me and sweet Shiraz. Never disappoint, always on point. I sip and sing into another time zone, back to the future. Bold Shiraz, you know what I need. Hold my lips in contempt. Sniff, swirl, and taste. My kind of red. Not the type that brings me pain, but the one that helps me endure. Glass half empty. I want more. Fill my cup. Fill the void. Make me smile. Make me numb. I want to dance. Make me go dumb. Text my friends. I love them. Curse out the dumb fuck who can't without fuck. Now I'm fucked. But you never left my side. Find your rides, my ride or die. With you, I seek and hide. Searching for my soul. Hiding my insecurities. Feeling high off life. Teacher blasting through my speakers. I just want to be happy. Free from the BS when I'm with you. You help release endorphins on a late night. I'd rather be hugging this glass, this full glass of you than to only receive half of him. You take me. You taste me. You hurt me. You love me. You and I. Until the fuck boy fuck off and the real man steps up. Just me and my sweet Shiraz. Just me and my bitch. Sweet Shiraz. All right now. Shout out to all my wine drinkers out there. Y'all know what it is. That's right. You went through all of them. Sweet bitch. Uh, what's the other one, man? You went, yeah, you went through all of them right there. Oh, my God. That was dope yes. right there. I, that I was love dope. my wine, you know. You sip a nice, nice ice cold yeah. glass of wine with a pen and pad, and you can just make you can make stuff happen right there, man. You can resurrect new yeah. civilizations. Yeah. <laughs> you have a long day. I have to have a little glass of wine and ease that the long day away, honey. Yeah, most definitely. Shout out to that. That that was that was dope. I I like one that. Of my piece. One. I like that. What, what what's the name Thank of that? Sarah Sarah. Sweet Shiraz. So Shiraz is actually a red wine. And um, my favorite one is Jam Jar. If you ever go to Trader Joe's Wine Shop, get mm. that Jam Jar. Sweet Shiraz. It's, it's actually, Sweet Shiraz is the name of the, the wine. And that was one of my go-tos. And mm. it was, um, I think it's from, um, I forgot what part of Africa that that particular wine is from. But wow. that was one of my go-to wines. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds good, that's, though. Yeah. That sounds good right there. <laughs> But yeah, but you said you had a you said, you said you said you had another piece, right? You said you were gonna do a back to back. Yes, let me. Um, yeah, definitely. I have another one. I just wanted to see before we go into it. Just give a little backstory okay. of it. Um, this piece is dedicated to all of you who have had anyone, family members, or anyone you know who dealt with uh, mental illness and. Uh, have gone through that process with them as I have with my brother. And this poem was dedicated to someone I used to date that sister had been admitted. And I wanted, I wrote this poem for him to help him see what she may be feeling in that process. Mm. And um, yeah, so this is uh, called Sister in these pains. Oh. And it's out of my book. Love as well. So here goes. All right, here. Let me uh, go ahead. Uh, coming back to the stage, Miss Indigo Soul. Dark clouds hang over my head, but all they see is the sun shining. It gets lonely in here, a dark hole. Where's the light? I can't seem to find it. Lost between the dirty and the good fight, 
No one seemed to look through me. They only see, they only look with shame and eyes, judging my every existence. All because I was born to be different. No friends in sight, just strangers who are broken, hurt masked by their popularity. Their ego trampled over my sanity. But I am a princess. A peaceful warrior is all they know of me. Took my kindness for food, but my heart is strong and my spirit lives on. I stare at my empty reflection, searching for answers. No one to talk to, so my burden thickens. Pray is what they tell me to do. I try and get lost in context clues. I don't think he hear me. I slept in Satan's lair, cut off from all five senses, so I couldn't make sense of it. Maybe God called for me before I descended, but I was already deaf ears and blinded eyes to the light. I heard them calling me and got a little fuzzy. The special vitamin the nurse administered on my tongue, mouth shut, eight-ounce water floating down my throat. Thirty minutes in, I'm numb to the pain, slightly delusional, a loss of EQ. Artificial intelligence takes over. I'm stuck, but they see me groundy. I'm high, but into my lower self. I can't escape in pain's wells, like four walls, no doors, no windows, tied up and stripped of all. The same asylum. But I see you there by my side, trying your hardest so I crack a simple smile. Because your presence is worth it. So I can't feel you, my soul remembers love. But the second dose makes you forget how it feels. Then I'm back in my dear melancholy. Fighting the thoughts with prayers that never seems to go answered. I want you to save me, but I can't scream. It would only make you seem more crazy. So I cry a river, hoping you step into a puddle of it. Get your feet wet in my sorrow. A day in my shoes you couldn't fathom, but I get your purpose. Far from insane, close to falling. Trapped in darkness, awaiting prayers to be answered so that there may be light. This tunnel is long and I can't see past the wall that forbids me. Wow. Wow. I'm so vivid. So, I always feel heavy when I read that poem. It's just like, ugh. Yes, that was that was so vivid right yeah. there, man. That was wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a profound piece, sister. That is a profound piece thank right you, thank there. Thank you. Mental health is very important. I, I just want to um just say that it's okay to get some help, a life coach, a therapist, whatever it is you need. And Keep on loving on those who you know have, you know, suffered through any mental illness. They still see you there, even though they may have their episodes. The love, their spirit knows that it's there. Never give up on them. Wow, yeah. You know, that's don't the, give up on yourself. It's just definitely. you. Yeah, reach out and talk to someone. Because a lot of us, you know, that's a very serious condition that gets swept under the rug in our community. That we don't bear yeah. in mind that, you know, a lot of us are dealing with mental health issues that we that we have unchecked, undiagnosed, and we just go on about our daily business and we think everything is fine. But it's a lot of us dealing with a lot of issues, dealing with mental health. And um, it's something that we, we in the black community need to really look at and really start to address. But uh, that piece was definitely profound, so descriptive. You know, it was so thought-provoking, man. Wow. But yes, this, 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 you guys, you see why you have to go get this sister's book. I mean, her words are very, very inspiring. You know, I Manifest, and I Manifest is one of your books from, um, that's like connected with your life coaching, right? Because you challenge, you challenge the people yes, that book. Yes, well, 
to write, to write, you know, and to do certain exercises in that book. Tell us a little bit about the I Manifest yeah. book. Sure. Um, so I Manifest is my latest book that I wrote this year. Um, I started basically completing this while I was in Mexico for two months. Um, it's actually, I love journals. Shout out to everybody who journals and writes. Um, so this is actually a manifestation guide in the journal for the goal getter. So it's I Manifest, a manifestation guide and journal for the goal getter. Mm. So the concept of this book, I have a lot of, um, I curated a bunch of affirmations in here. Um, I have some art pieces, um, a lot of um, space to write, whatever it is that you want to write as far as your goals. And if you don't know how, how to start, I'll give little prompts here to help you start your writing. And um, it's just a book for someone who likes to journal and wants to stay on track with their goals. And I also have some coaching directives in there from my life coaching in there where it asks you some questions. Like, what steps are you willing to take to meet your goals? And you write that down. What does that look like for you? What time frame would this be accomplished by? And then we have some space for you to draw that vision. Uh, questions like, what are you grateful for in this moment? And just different. Um, one of my favorite uh, affirmations I have in here is, um, or quotes I have is, um, get out that box. Is, um, hop out that box and, and get out that box and hop into your bag. Like, mm. come on out, get out that that That's right. spot in your head and, and get right into there. your creativity. Mm-hmm. That's right. Get out yeah, of that so box that, and get uh, into your bag. Budget. I like that. That's very yeah, inspiring. Yeah, hop into that. into your bag. Hop into the bag. It's a whole bunch in there. A lot of people was like, "Yo, I never. I love this. Oh yeah, so yeah. Just get out that box and hop into your bag. Yes, mm. that could be your money bag. That could be your creative bag. That could be your entrepreneur bag. Whatever bag that is for you. Stop boxing yourself in, and right. just do whatever it is that you, your heart and your spirit calls you to do and I just want to say both of these books I love uh, they they're come from my spirit and I promised God when I was creating to always co-create with my spirit and it always comes out better than what I can imagine so don't rush your creativity mm. or have a deadline or things like that I work best when I create with spirit and it's on spirit's time it comes out as a masterpiece the way it should be than me trying to control it. I had to let go of control and let God take over, let my spirit and higher self take over. And whenever I feel guided to do something, that's when I do it. And that's also a part of obedience and and that's how you get your blessings. You gotta obey right. your spirit now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Speak that truth, Queen. So but- if you're a lover of journals, definitely check this out. And I have two different sizes, the mini size, the workbook size, and I have two different colors. Um, definitely it's um, a book that everyone is really loving right now, a manifestation guide and journal. Definitely. And you can get this on Amazon.com also, right? Yes. Definitely. Just type, you know what? You just type on my name, Indigo Soul, on Amazon. And in yeah, the search you, you bar, right and up. you're going to find both books. Yeah, you come right up. When I, when I yep. Googled you, when I Googled you, your books came up also. So definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So you definitely. can find them. Yep. Yes. So I, and I, that one is eight ninety nine for the small one. For the journal, definitely. So all you go getters yeah. out there, you know, you goal oriented individuals, you know, that like to have some type of structure to your madness. You definitely want to get this book. You you want to get this journal to keep you on track, keep you doing what you need to do to get mm-hmm. to that next level. But I want to thank you, my sister. I want to thank you. Really thank you for coming through, mm-hmm. taking your time, and coming to bless the show. Because I know you're busy. I know you do a lot of traveling. And you do a lot of work. You're doing a mm-hmm. lot of work. You know, I, I see you. I, I appeared on a few of your Zoom your Zoom um, broadcasts that you do. And you got a lot of things going. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> for you to take a little bit of your time out of your day to come and bless my show, man, it's so... It's heartwarming, and I'm very appreciative, and I really do appreciate you, Queen. Aww. So definitely, I appreciate man. you too, and thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me here. Of course, I'm glad to bless your show because you blessed my show plenty of times. Um, and 
definitely look out for my future events. If you guys don't know, I do virtual events online sometimes, just randomly. I call myself a vibe curator. I know how to curate the vibes yes. and, and put on a good show. Yes, and that's do. coming in person really soon. So in New York, I'll do something in person very soon. Oh, definitely. Um, I'll be in the so building. So that's something I want to. I will be in yeah, the definitely. building. Definitely. So, thank you. Most definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Most definitely. Thank you guys out there for receiving me. And um, I appreciate you all out there. And let's continue to tell our stories and speak our truth and heal some people and heal ourselves in the process. Yes. Ashe. Ashe. I want to thank my sister for coming through on the show. And I want to urge all you guys out there, if you're looking, like my guest today, Miss Indigo Soul, she's a self-publisher. I want to I want to urge you guys, if you're looking, if you don't know how to do the self-publishing thing, because it is a lot of work, and you're trying to get your work out there, you can go on over to Inner Child Press, you know, and they got a promo code for Spoken Soul that will allow you to get 10% off. 10% off any of the packages that they offer and they offer packages ranging from $400 all the way to 4,000 and you're getting 10% off any package you choose. So go check them guys out. They're good guys. Awesome. Yeah. I published, I published with them in the, um, in the past and bill is just a great guy, man. He'll do anything he can do to help you get your, your work out there. So definitely y'all go check that out. I'll play the uh, commercial one more time before the show ends. But once again, I want to remind the audience to, you know, love each other, reinforce positive affirmations to each other. It's very important that we have a positive light of who we are as a people. If we can't respect ourselves, if we can't love ourselves, how do we expect anyone else to love us? We have to stop the nonsense, stop the hating, stop the, the, the trying to outdo, and let's try to build together. It's important. Our existence is definitely dependent on it. So until next time, family, I want to urge you guys to love each other because I love you and I hope you love me too.